0: Hello, and welcome to the Christian Formation Podcast. My name is Gabe uh, Hasso, and I'm joined with Reese Pieper and Andrew Rutten today. Um, and today we're talking about um, sort of uh, the space in our church that we call worship nights. Um, and So there's a few rhythms to our church, right? So we have a Sunday morning gathering, and then we have a city group context. And there's this sort of odd third space, which almost seems like um, uh, a place that like really, really good Christians go to. It's sort of like an optional space for like people who are like, are really committed to like this Christian thing or like, you know, I'm going to like go above and beyond and go to like a worship night. Um, But uh, today we're kind of talking openly about this and like what that space actually exists for. Um, It's not just a place for people who are overachievers or whatever, but it's, um, it's actually a place that I think God, meets us in in a different way than maybe a Sunday night or a city group um and we'll get into that in a little bit but I thought I'd open up uh our discussion just asking the question um what experiences have you guys had at worship nights that are maybe different than like uh a Sunday morning gathering or a city group even
1: well I would say um two things come to mind. So the first one is I've been to some worship nights in the past that we've done, and there is a unique uh, kind of encounter with God. Like there's just something that, I, I, don't know, I don't know what it is, but when you get into a house, you have 30 or 40 people kind of crammed into a living room, somebody on a guitar singing, just kind of waiting on the Lord, singing, talking to each other, praying. Um, there is just something kind of unique about that. There's something that is kind of acts like when you're in this home and you're just talking to each other, singing and, and praying. Uh, and then and God really does show up. And there's been times where I feel like the Lord has spoken in those moments where the Spirit has just been um, kind of stirring up worship, and i have just left with a very worshipful heart. And so that's a very real thing that while we hope for that to happen every Sunday, just the different kind of ethos or dynamic of mm-hmm. the room uh, changes that a little bit. And so I think that's a benefit. Um, but I will also say that, uh, for instance, this last worship night that we did in May, I think it was, we went over to a house, and, and it was packed. I mean, the the place was just absolutely packed. So we go down to the basement, which I never even actually saw, because there's so many people in the basement. I'm like kind of in the stairwell, kind of <laughs> maybe getting down there a little bit, hearing it. There's people all the way up the stair. There's people upstairs. Um, and I think right away, my heart was a little bit frustrated, like, okay, well, I came here to encounter God. I can barely hear the music. Somebody's reading scripture. I don't even know what they're reading anymore. Kids are running around upstairs. Someone's crying. Someone's going outside. The dog's running around crazy. Like, it was just chaotic. (laughs) And so at the very end of that, though, when we were walking away, I feel like the Lord kind of gave me a sense of, okay, I I didn't come there and have this incredible encounter with the Lord where he just, like, gave me a new word of prophecy or something like that but i did in a in a very genuine sense encounter like the family of god like that mm. it just felt like a family gathering where any time i've gathered with extended family, there's been people downstairs, there's been people upstairs, there's people playing with the kids, the aunt and uncles are like taking care of the kids, the parents are talking, that all this kind of stuff is happening, mm. and it's just a very natural, organic kind of family space, and I felt like that was very much experienced. Mm. There's people playing with our kid, uh, I was playing with someone else's kid. We did actually talk to to somebody and pray over somebody upstairs while everyone else is downstairs. There's just a lot going on and it just felt like I man this is the family of God gathering together to sing to pray to hear from him but also just to like be with one another. It's mm-hmm. just another space where I got to be with some people that frankly on a Sunday when everyone's kind of in a hurry or you're there and you got to run right away or you it just it's just kind of chaotic on Sunday sometimes. It was just a little bit of a slowed down space where we could just encounter one another. And so I definitely think there is a lot. And the primary thing is to, to worship God and to be there to encounter God. But I don't think we can minimize the fact that that it is a communal family space where you just get to kind of experience what it's like mm. to be a part of the family of God yeah. in a ra- very
2: just raw and real way. Mm. Mm, I love that. Yeah, I would add to that too. I I was at the last worship night as well, and yeah, I like showed up and people were like bouncing off the walls. There was like <laughs> no room to even walk in the door. And then add to that, like I was coming into that space like just in some conflict. and so I had like two things stacked against me, and I walked in and I just was like. Met with like, man, this this isn't even what I thought I was co- like coming to. Like, I'm not even going to be able to like worship. Like, it just felt so um, distracted. And yet, even um, even like seeing people like the kids playing and like people just talking, it was like very joyful. Even with the people who weren't like participating downstairs in mm. worship. And it's like very hard to like be angry or like frustrated and then like in an environment where everybody else is like very joyful and happy and that's like mm-hmm. contagious right so even yeah. though maybe like um, there was no profound experience i had regarding like the worship or the lord speaking anything to me even just like being willing to mm. be in conflict but still like discipline myself to go i feel like the lord used just the community aspect to help like soften my heart and to begin like working on me in that way so i thought i thought that was really really helpful really powerful mm. That's cool.
1: Gabe, can I ask you, what is it like for you? Because you kind of lead music, and you kind of are a point person for both Sundays and for these worship night spaces. Um, Is there a a difference for you, just kind of personally, so maybe not as like a music leader, but even just personally? What's the difference like for you, or how do you experience these Wednesday night worship Mm. nights? I experience
0: them... um... Very differently than I do Sundays. I don't know what it is, but um, I think there's a sense in which, um, like Sunday mornings, I feel more like an architect where I'm I'm building like a house and I'm helping people um, to see like this story from scripture, right? Like we put a lot of hours into sermon prep and into like song planning and and then into like volunteer planning and all these other things. Um, But at worship nights, it almost kind of feels like I'm cooking, right? Like there's no, like this recipe, but like you just kind of like grab a little bit of this and that and you kind of put it together and it's less like uh structural and more about like i don't know like the cooking experience right mm-hmm. i don't know reese you're kind of a chef i don't oh, know yeah. <laughs> right you kind of do some cooking yeah, i dabble <laughs> a little bit in cooking, <laughs> but i don't know so that's i think and that plays itself out and like i don't necessarily um have like a grand Scheme, although i put some thought to it, and I'll pull, like, a scripture and, like, some songs. Um, but the songs, there's normally, like, 10 or 12 songs that I'll put in, like, a file. And then when we get there, I'll just sort of, like, play them however it seems best, mm-hmm. um, which is different than a Sunday morning where you have, like, five songs, and they tell, like, this story yeah. very articulately and with the verbiage of the scripture, if possible. and
2: mm. um,
0: Yeah, so it's just different in that way, I think. Yeah, At least really good.
2: Gabe, you talk talk about that kind of puts us into like your first point where you just talk about like holding the plans of the worship night in open hands. And I love how you talked about how it gives it gives room to like allow the spirit to move or to lead in a way that like, yeah, on a Sunday morning, we're not just going to like stop the service and maybe as, as easily. Do you have like anything that comes to mind, like from past worship nights where you remember like distinctly like the spirit? Leading you to to pray or to sing a specific song, like just something that kind of moved yeah. in a unique way.
0: I mean, I forget what song it was, but we were we were singing a song, and I think it was um, it said something about healing. And I don't know, it was this was a while ago. This was maybe last January or December of of last year, of, yeah, twenty eighteen. Um, but yeah, I just felt this moment where like we just had to like pray for people to be healed, you know, um, rather than just like sing about it. I was like looking around the room and I was like, dude, there's probably some people here that actually could use some healing and like God might want to do that right now. And yeah, so I took that as like the Holy Spirit saying, like, hey, like stop right here um and just ask if anyone needs prayer for healing. Um, which isn't like imagine if you did it on a Sunday morning where there's like two hundred people in a room. It's just a little I don't know, maybe it could work, but yeah, it could, it's just more difficult <laughs> with a lot difficult. of people yeah. and
1: stuff and with a lot. Yeah. So, so I do think that that's a great space for some of them. Yeah. Um,
0: so yeah, there's stuff like that. Or, um, I think a lot of times like we'll just, um, we have like the freedom to sort of hang on like a song for like a while, um, and just let that move and maybe like have someone read some scripture and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And I think that that's like, that's really cool because I think, um, that, uh, I don't know, it just creates an atmosphere of like sort of collaboration. Like there's like, um, there are like some like leaders in the room, but like we're all like here together to like experience God. And uh, if he's saying something to you, like um, you'll have like an opportunity to like share that, um, which maybe there should be that should be a little more vetted. I know some churches have like people <laughs> like right. uh, talk to like a pastor before they say stuff, but I think for where we're at, it's okay and we can, uh, and it hasn't gone
1: terribly wrong. <laughs>
0: and so. I don't
1: know. <laughs> so with that, that idea of in, in worship nights, we kind of, we have the ability to hold these plans a little bit more loosely, kind of have a little bit more of a loose structure, and then feel it out as we go, kind of cook as we're there, Yeah, as you say. Um, speak to a little bit maybe on the o- other side then. So when people come on a Sunday morning, why is it? that we don't do that as much or so as you kind of talk in the blog about the differences of both and that really both spaces are are good and they're just kind of serving different purposes um what is the what's the helpful piece maybe with both sides so why is that really helpful in the worship night to keep those things open-handed and why is it helpful to kind of tell a story like you said or kind of already mm. be an architect and lay something out for people on a sunday what's the, kind of the difference there between those two
0: yeah Um, this is maybe like a nuance and there's a lot more reasons, but I think the one that came to mind right now is just like, um, I don't know, like within like our human needs and like desires, I think Sunday mornings and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I think that it's a, this is okay. I think they're a place to like receive, Mm. like just to receive like what God has to say to, um, it's like sort of like working out with like a personal trainer, right? Like you're there, but there's someone like guiding you. Because there is still like a liturgy, which is literally means the work of the people, and so you are like doing work, like you're singing, you're reading, Um, but I think it's uh, it's more an act in like receiving uh, what God has for like our whole church, Um, and yeah, and worship nights are maybe a sense in like which we get to like give, and so I think that's like a big difference between the two. To answer your question, Um, I think the church. I mean, honestly, if you look at the church service, it's probably held together by maybe, like, 30 volunteers yeah. for 200 people. And those people are giving their time so that people can hear clearly, they can, um, you know, receive what God has to say um, on that. And so, I don't know. I know that's maybe, like, counterintuitive. I think a lot of people are, like, don't ask what, like, your church can do for you but what you can do for your church. Like, that's their mentality. But I think Sunday mornings are a place where actually we want people to receive something from God. Yeah.
1: You know, No, I think that's good, and I know we've, um, we've talked a little bit about James K. Smith and some of his work before in the podcast, and he talks a lot about that, and You Are What You Love, and just about being um, formed, and how the things we do on a Sunday morning do help kind of train and form our spiritual lives, and mm-hmm. so there is, and maybe we'll eventually get to doing kind of why we do some of these things on a Sunday morning in this podcast, yeah. but there is a sense in which the the reason that we sing and then we have a call to worship, the reason that we hear the the scripture reading and then it's preached, the reason that we respond in singing, that we go out with a benediction, like those things actually, they are there for a purpose. Like we didn't just randomly throw those things together, but we are trying to guide people (laughs) through kind of being reformed because all those things have a specific purpose and we're allowing people that maybe walk in, apathetic or with mm. cold hearts or with dead hearts, walking in and we're just giving them words to sing back to God. We're allowing them to hear from the word of God. And we're kind of guiding them through that. And we're trying to help train us and what it looks like. Yeah. You, you use the story idea of we're trying to help take people from, hey, we were created by God. We have fallen, Jesus redeems us and we're longing for this, you know, new heavens and new earth that is to come. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the way that our whole lives are shaped a little bit. That we're, we're honest about our Creator, about our sin, about our Savior, and then about what is to come. And so these Sunday mornings, we're really trying to shape people. And so I do think it's it's okay to, for a majority of the time to to come and to allow your heart and life to just kind of be shaped a little bit and be reformed in mm-hmm. that moment. Um, and then, yeah, the the work of the church then I think happens outside of Sunday. So then everyone is kind of reshaped, reformed to live counter to live with the presence of God so that then throughout the rest of the week we're doing the work of ministry as mm-hmm. a church. And I do think that's important on Sundays. But then, yeah, these worship nights can be a space then that are just a little bit different where we're not focusing so much on reforming our life liturgies, but... We are just looking to encounter God with mm-hmm. one another, where everyone's kind of all hands on deck, serving, hearing from the Lord. Yeah. Um, and so I think both those spaces are valid and valuable and, mm-hmm. and really needed in the life of the church. Yeah, So.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's Man, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know if this is true, but I feel like, so Sunday mornings like equip us for ministry, but... Worship nights are almost like, uh, like you get to practice like ministering to other people. You know, Um, you get a, you know, you get to talk to other people and say what God has told you this Mm -hmm. week, and that might be exactly what they need to hear from Scripture or that song or whatever it is. Um, I think that's like really kind of beautiful.
1: So this kind of gets into your second point in the blog. You say that uh, on a worship night. Which might be different than Sunday, uh, you may not didactically learn anything. So even some <laughs> of the focus from what you're trying to is it what you're trying to get out of a Sunday and, and a worship night is different. Or what do you mean exactly by that? On a worship night, you might not didactically learn anything, and how that's different from a Sunday.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, so within like didactic learning, it's mostly um, like it's like a lecture right and i'm not saying sunday mornings are like a lecture um i do think that they they're they're different but um i think the the learning that we do on in worship nights is more experiential like it's more um yeah it just is like it's just like you have to be there and like um part of like the yeah the learning you do is sort of um like immersive right it's like hey like in this moment i can like choose to like press into God or I can uh, look around the room and just try to figure out like why I'm here and like what I'm doing, you know, like those are your options, right? Like just like, I don't know. So it's uh it is kind of what you make of it in a way. Whereas maybe on Sundays it's um, like, there's a, a clear thing that we want you to take away um, that God has, I think told uh, us, you know, from the scripture, like the scriptures guided us to this one thought about God um, so like last Sunday, Psalm 13, right, uh, the big idea was uh, just how to journey on the path from pain to praise. Yeah. And that was like the thing that God wanted to show us. Um, and I think that, yeah, that's helpful. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's experiential, which is, I mean, yeah, I think that's the type of learning that we um yeah, that we get at worship nights, which is maybe different, oh, slightly different than Sunday mornings. Because I think Sunday mornings can be experiential um, if you let them be. But, yeah, I don't know.
1: No, I think that's good. I think that does, in some sense, follow some models in, in the Bible that we see of, there was times where they gathered for kind of bigger teaching, or like we see kind of the preaching of the Word, or even in Jesus's ministry, he stood up in the synagogues and he taught people. Mm-hmm. Um And he also walked alongside his disciples and others. He helped, you know, he healed people, and then he sent people out to go heal people. There was, like, this sense in which there was teaching and preaching, it says, but there was also this, like, life with Jesus, Mm -hmm. and there's times where he just went and prayed, and there's times where he was just with his disciples talking with them, and there's times where the disciples actually more experienced the things that Jesus was teaching about, and there was definitely times where they sat and they listened to Jesus give them guidance and mm-hmm. stuff and so and then in Acts we see that too where there's a sense in which there's preaching and teaching at points, and then there's when people are just around each other and they're just ministering or they're healing mm-hmm. or doing things and so I do think that's a, a healthy rhythm of the Christian life is that uh, Sundays do feel like a time where it's more <laughs> led and guided, and these worship nights are more of a time where we 're just with one another just together waiting on the Lord and seeing what he's going to do and how he's going to speak. And I think both of those are necessary and helpful in the life of the Christian. Yeah, definitely. Let's see, Gabe, you, uh, you say one last thing here. You say that um, the worship nights are collaborative, which again, we've kind of touched on a little bit, but help clarify or expand that a little bit. And what you mean by maybe these worship nights being more collaborative than Sunday mornings.
0: Yeah. I just think that, um, there's a sense in which like everyone, um, there is expected in some way to, um, contribute something, you know, and that could be like a scripture. We often have times where we'll just stop and be like, Hey, um, has anyone heard anything like from God? Um, or we'll pray into something or we'll read a scripture. And then like from that scripture, we'll ask that same question. Like, Hey, what is, what is God saying from this right now, um, to us? Um, which may be bad exegetical practice, but uh, like, um, I think it, it's helpful, right? It's like, maybe it's like quick exegetical process, right? We'll just put it that way. They're going through the, that's a, we need to do a podcast. podcast. That's not a (laughs) podcast. Um, right? Like going from like what the scripture says to what it means to how Jesus informs it to how we, um, can apply it within like that moment. Um, yeah, and so I think, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, there's just, like, space for you to contribute mm-hmm. and for your voice to be heard and for God to speak to us um, as, like, a community. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which is, I think, pretty cool. And so, um, yeah, there's a, yeah, and I go, it kind of goes back to the other point that, like, um, Sunday mornings, like, we come uh, to receive and, like, that's okay. And here, like, we can come to, like, give you know, to our church family, Mm -hmm. right? Like we can come, um, yeah, just like hopefully with like having heard from God throughout the week, um, and then help others to maybe see what God's been doing in your life. And that might be what they like need, right? Like we serve one God and he's working in all of our lives. And so, um, when we come together in these moments to share like what God has been doing, um, I don't know. I just think it expands our picture of who God is. It expands our picture of what He's doing, and it, yeah, it just helps us to to realize that we're not like doing this Christian thing like alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: I do think that's helpful, and I think that when we primarily think of the church, so you talked about, you know, we want to say, don't just ask like, don't be a consumer, don't just kind of think about what the church can give you. Mm. Um, When we only think of the church as a Sunday morning gathering, then it does seem pretty easy because everyone can't. When you have 200-some people, everyone can't do everything on a Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. And so it does feel like a consumeristic type thing. But if you were to expand your view of the church, it's not just Sunday morning, but if you're involved in the life of the church, which is Sundays, city groups, being with one another, worship nights, all these type of things then you can kind of allow Sunday mornings to... Maybe you serve once a month or every other week on a Sunday to help that happen, Mm -hmm. but you can allow yourself to come on Sundays to be led, to be guided, to be reformed by what what we're doing on Sunday mornings, And to not feel bad about that, because there's other spaces in the life of the church where you do have a more active part, where you do have more active ministry going on. And these worship nights is just another space where Mm -hmm. maybe on Sundays you primarily come and you're led. Maybe you hand out coffee or you're running slides in the back or you're playing music every few weeks or something, but you're there to be led and shaped. These worship nights are really you coming to say, hey, I'm going to look to love somebody else. I'm going to try to encounter God. If I hear from the Lord, I'm going to try to encourage one another, uh, and it's a it's a much more all-hands-on-deck type experience mm-hmm. with the Lord and with community, mm-hmm. um, and both those spaces are needed, and so I think that's what's helpful about your, your blog and hopefully this conversation is to really put the emphasis on um, maybe rightly thinking through Sundays, which will help us more think through these worship nights as um, Mm. a different type of space. It's not just a smaller Sunday morning. It's another kind (laughs) of space where everyone can kind of play a part and hear from the Lord and encourage one another, um, which I think is just very, very valuable. And it gives... Greater freedom and and maybe some weight to Sunday mornings, then to just come and want to hear from the Lord and want to experience and still love one another. We need to grow in that too. Um, But we can look at Sundays uh, just
2: differently when we have other spaces that are kind of serving Mm. some of these other purposes in our life. Yeah. Gabe, how would you give like encouragement or some like just instill some confidence in people to like participate in these spaces, right? Because we're saying like on Sundays, like most people can't participate. And I think sometimes that sets up like, a little bit of a disconnect because yeah. I might be sitting there like, oh, man, like I never I've never taught or I've never like encouraged someone like that's what Andrew and Gabe are doing from the stage. And that's great. And we've talked about how there's like a good purpose to that. Yeah. But then how do I like show up on like a Wednesday night ready to like, how do I think through engaging in that way when yeah. maybe like, I'm not I'm just not used to it? Yeah, right? yeah,
0: I mean, it is kind of scary, right, to talk in front of people, even if it's an informal setting. Um, but I I would say, man, have confidence in what God has told you. If like, man, if you feel like God has said something, like you, uh, it'd be wrong for you not to share that, right? Like that's that you know, you see it in over and over in the prophets, right? Like they've been given something by God to share and they don't do it and like they get swallowed by fish. And so uh <laughs> like, you know, if you don't wanna get swallowed by a fish, you better share what God has to <laughs> say, right? And beyond that, um, Like, there's no pressure, right? Like, it's not a competition. It's not, like, oh, who can be, like, the most spiritual. Like, we're all there for the same purpose of, like, um, meeting with God um, for, like, two hours just to, like, yeah, just to, like, be with him and hear about what he's doing in our world. And so, yeah, whatever fears might keep you from sharing, like, um, they're probably irrational. Like, they're not, yeah, they're not from god like if he's giving you like a scripture to share or like a prayer like um the worst thing you could do is not share it mm-hmm. so i mean that's yeah that's one way so the other thing is like honestly like just like worship nights are only fruitful if you come like expect it and the only way that you expect god to like speak in those times is um if you have like a personal thriving thing right like um if you haven't been meeting with god um you might meet with him once a week but it's not going to It's not going to be enough. And so, like, don't expect this to be, like, the one thing, like the silver bullet in your spiritual life that you're going to, you know. Um, So, yeah, just meet with God, like, throughout the week. I don't know. And, yeah. It's kind of like – so we – have you ever heard of a jam, like a musician's jam? There's a – you know, it's like when people get together and they play, like, music or whatever. But you can always – I don't know. It's like it's always not fun if you're the guy – he like hasn't played music in like five years, but you show up to like this jam and expect to like just fit in and everything's gonna be like great. You know, like you you have to like uh, practice in a way. Like he has to practice experiencing God throughout the week so that you can experience him in like these smaller settings.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think that I think that's helpful. I really like the idea of coming expectantly. You know, mm-hmm. to to expect to encounter God. Um and I think to expect to grow with one another like again these it this is another space where we come together to worship god and so um even in our encountering of god i like that there's been an emphasis on it's not just for you to kind of fill up and walk out but it's for you to encourage one another it's for you to walk into that house or that room whenever it is um expecting to meet with God, but also come with an expectation to love and serve one another. Like expect to hear from God, pray to hear from God Mm -hmm. so that you might encourage one another. Or if you see somebody who just seems like they're walking in after just having a fight or they just look sad or something's Mm -hmm. going on, um, they expect to like, go up and ask them, talk to them, see if the Lord might encourage you in some way to encourage them or to pray yeah. for them. Um, and then we want to create these communal spaces so that we as the family of God can encourage and lift up one another. Because some people really do... I know it's hard to walk into that space, and some people, with all the courage they have, walk in, um, but they are just beaten down. They're sad. They're mm. upset. Whatever, um, yes. and they might be in that room so that God can use somebody else in our yes. church family to encourage them. That's good. Uh, and if if you have been walking with the Lord throughout the week, you, God, in some sense, might be doing that in you, so that you can come to that space yeah, and encourage someone else. And that's so a good way to put I it. I love the idea of uh, come expectantly in both the the vertical of you hearing from God and the horizontal of mm-hmm. you encouraging or being encouraged um, by your church family. And I think mm-hmm. with that, that that does kind of help give that space um, some excitement and some just spiritual weight in our lives. Mm-hmm. That those those are important uh, moments in the mm-hmm. tr- in the the life of our church.
0: Yeah, dude, that's so good. Yeah,
1: dude. There's something
0: amazing that happens when, like, the family of God gets together. Mm. I don't know why. It's just, like, um, dude, and, the, like, Satan, if we can use that term on this podcast, Satan will, like, <laughs> try to keep you away from mm. being there, right? Like, um, I don't know. Maybe it's, like, lethargy. Maybe it's, like, a fight, like, right before, maybe. Um, I don't know. But there, I feel like there's just, like, um, I don't know. Like, there's a, a power when the people of God are, like, together. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like. And so, yeah, if, yeah, if that's one of the reasons you don't want to come to, like, a worship night is just because every Wednesday it comes around and you're like, oh, like, I just don't, I just don't think I have the energy to do that. Um, Dude, I would encourage you to just push through that, like, come and be there. And I think God might meet you. Absolutely.
1: That's good. Well, Gabe, can you pray for us to yeah. attend and for our church in this? Totally.
0: Um, Jesus, we um, we long to experience more of you. Um, we long uh, to see you face-to-face, which you know we will do one day. And we know um, that you have saved us, Lord. You've counted us righteous if our faith is in you. Um, but in the messy middle, God, um, as we're preaching the gospel, as we're ministering to the world and to each other, um, yeah, would you just give us uh, sweet moments as the family of God um, where we're inspired by your word, inspired by prayer. Um, yeah, would you just meet us in uh, this middle place, God, when we're waiting for you to come back, knowing that you've already saved us. Um, and would worship nights be a place uh, for your people to encounter you um, in a real way as they minister towards each other um, and as they get, uh, I guess, spurred on to minister to the world. In